So you're in this hallway, and you see this poor, bruised, battered, dying-looking young man who's down the hallway. And he's mumbling at you, no, no, it's okay, don't worry about me, I'm just about dead. Uh-huh. Okay, well, we'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. Do, do we have a voice of reason in our party? It's <laughs> not me. I will make a heel check. Okay. Are you actually going up to him, or are you just making a heel check for the heck of it? I'm going up to him. Okay. Fortunately, there's nothing dangerous jumping out. Seventeen? Seventeen. All right. Well, that seems to stabilize him, although I guess if he was conscious and talking to you, he would already still be stable enough. But at any rate, um, it, it seems to help a little bit. And he looks up at you, and he says, Don't listen to that woman. Don't don't let anybody else listen to that woman. I, fo- I followed her suggestion and came up here looking for riches. She said there were stones. She made a lot of money off them. I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> I, I, I say okay and pat his head. Um, he has this big gaping wound <laughs> on his head. Are you sure you want to do that? No. <laughs> you just patted his cerebral cortex. Right <laughs> he twitches. I figure I should probably use some refresh on this dude. That would be cool. Uh, how much refresh should I use? Or That is completely up to you. It'll stop automatically once he's at full health. How much health does he look to have? <laughs> 7,000 hit points thereabouts. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, <laughs> just just give him a quick little pat. Okay, uh, I guess I'll... Not on his brain. <laughs> not on his exposed brain. No, not on his brain? Uh, I guess I'll spend, let's say, 10 MP on him. Okay, 10 MP. So, used on someone else, that's 5 hit points, because we double oh. everything that we use on somebody else. Okay. As I wrote in the notes. Yes, it's so, true. So, 5 hit points. He seems to be healed a little bit. Some of the uh, bruises have softened. Some of the bleeding has stopped, and so his wounds are closing up. And he looks at all of you and says, Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm going to try and make my way out down the mountain now. I think I know the way. I need to just be smart and run from things and not try and attack them. That sounds like an excellent plan, stranger. So he he nods at all of you and uh, slightly limping, makes his way back down the hallway the way you came and starts to head out the exit. So, So, 20 experience for everybody with an additional 20 for Zebu and Asina. And you're standing in an empty hallway that, to the north, curves off, well, not curves off, comes to a a sharp turn to the right into who knows where. And then back to the south, there's a curve to the west, or rather a sharp turn to the west, that leads you back the way you came in to the uh, split that also led you up north to a staircase that goes up somewhere. Which way do you go? Should we continue down this path, or should we head back uh, and try to continue through the mountain. Would my knowledge of geography help here? Yeah. Didn't we do that already? I believe we did that already, and we established that the uh, the north path back the way you came would probably lead up outside back to the top of the mountain, and the other path that you're currently on would probably wind back around to somewhere you've been, one of the branching paths that you didn't explore previously. So did we want to continue down here, or do we want to go back and get out of here? There could be treasure, or there could just be things trying to kill you. I was going to say, I mean, this dude I said... I mean, there could be things trying to kill us either way. We might as well go for the 
go for the, the, the things that might as well kill us that also give us stuff. Fair enough. Fair enough. He has a point. <laughs> All right. So you march down the hallway and continuing to take in the soft blue glow of the shiny, smooth walls. And as you turn the corner, you find a solid ice wall blocking the path. We've, we've got a lot. We've been finding a lot of them. Let's just blow it up like we have the others. Uh, come get on, out. Tornell. <laughs> Tornell, you right, good then. for it? I'm good for that. Let us let us blow up that wall. All right, so you spend turn charging up to level two, and then... <laughs> blows up, the wall melts and explodes because melting and exploding is cool. And you see there is a path that uh, dead ends shortly after that and turns south into a staircase that goes downstairs. Let's go down some stairs. But first... But wait, there's more. (laughs) Uh, But first, nothing happens. (laughs) I heard those dice roll. (laughs) All right, so you head down the stairs. Are those all the all those dice, dice rolling down the stairs? Yeah, just for the heck of it. <laughs> so anyhow, you head down the stairs, and at the base of the stairs comes out at a T-junction immediately. To the east is another dead end that uh, has a staircase that goes south again. And to the west is more tunnel that curves off again to the south. So either way, whether you go west or whether you go east, you're turning to the south. Would it be possible for us to determine if one of those would lead to place that we've already been? I guess um, not. Probably not, because they're they're both close enough that either one could wind back to some place you've already been. True. If we go to the west, I'm going to say that there's going to be treasure. That's a left-hand turn, right? Yeah. Well, it's a right-hand turn from where you're standing on the steps, but yeah, west. Oh, mm, that's always a tough one. I hate to... <laughs> try to reckon that. Like, is it left on the screen or is it left to the character? It's left on the screen, right to the character. Hmm. I think. Hmm. In this case, I'll have to go with the character's left. So we're gonna go to the east, I guess. Yes. Okay. You're gonna go to the east. Everybody okay with going to the east? Of course you are. So you go east and <laughs> you go downstairs and. At the bottom of the stairs, you find another path that cur- – again, I say curves, but it's all sharp turns here in Crystallis. <laughs> and I mean in this world in which you live, and it's a sharp turn to the west, and you see a melted, destroyed ice wall with a couple of signs of battle that uh, are around an intersection at the far end of the tunnel that goes north and south. This looks like the other side of some place you've already been. Oh. So I already oh. got the treasure. Well, on this part, you didn't go west at the top of the stairs there. Move the left. So, so. Oh. All right. Yeah. So you go back up the stairs and go the other way. I'm gonna say go back. Okay. So you go back, and you're back at the previous area. Okay. So go to the actual left this time. Okay. You go to the actual left, (laughs) and you follow that down. It uh, turns south, and now you've got a. You're coming in on the one branch of a T-junction. It continues to go south to another curve, and there's also a a split in the middle that goes east. And as you pass that way, you look east, there is another ice wall to the east. Or you could go south and curve around. Tornell, I'll leave this one up to you. Do you want to blast through the ice wall? Tornell, light something on fire! I love lighting things on fire. Okay. Okay. Zoop, zoop. So you blow up the ice wall, and... 
just behind the ice wall, there is a stone rock monster that uh, is looking grumpy and is heading your way. Roll for initiative. Can I tell the sex of the rock monster? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You can roll a knowledge engineering check. (laughs) You know, I have that skill. I know you do. <laughs> I'm sorry, Banjo. I'm being Ralph. Why? Why are you being Ralph? Why would anyone... Why would you be Ralph? Oh, natural one. Oh! <laughs> and I assume it's the wrong sex and then try to come on to it as such. <laughs> All right, what else does everybody have for initiative? Sorry, uh, <laughs> I have a 13. Oh, 13. Uh, Two. Oh! I have a 16. I have a 10. Wait, I thought you said you rolled a critical failure. Oh, that was to determine the... Oh, my... Uh, to determine the sex of the rock monster. Okay. You really should see Vanjie shaking her head with shame right now. <laughs> As well Vanjie. she should. All right, so let me actually write down the correct numbers here. So we have Tornell at a pitiful 2. And we have... Kensu, what did you say yours was? 10. Ten, okay. Um, then Asina, you were above that, right? Sixteen. Okay. And then... Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. So, Asina goes first. And just to note, the stone monster is cornered against the wall. It looks almost like he sort of came out from the wall, leaving a little bit of a rock monster-sized hole in the wall, and uh, is standing in front of a treasure chest that's sitting neatly on the ground. Told you. <laughs> so, Asina, go ahead. Oh, and, and for reference, uh, you all are approximately, we'll say, 70 feet from the rock monster. Rock monster? <laughs> Thank you. We needed that. <laughs> All right, so Asina, go ahead, and everybody else, think about what you want to do. Feel free to roll in advance if it's going to be pretty straightforward. Um, well, my level one sword only has a range of 60 feet. So you can attack something that's farther away, but you take a minus two penalty for every, um, off the top of my head, it's either five or ten feet, so let's say um, for every ten feet. Okay. So I'll send the move charging it up. And then attack with my level one sword uh, and take the minus. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ten. Ten does not hit. Okay. Next. All right. So the rock monster gets his uh, day in the limelight, and he picks up his head. <laughs> Just yeah. yanks it right off of his non-existent shoulders and chucks it at Asina. No. And that one actually hits, um, dealing a friendly but not entirely all that powerful nine damage, okay. which is actually pretty good. Rock Monster has gone. Tornell. I'm going to double just charge both turns. Okay. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Tornell, you got a two. Why did I write you there? Forget you. Just <laughs> all forget right. all of you. <laughs> Zebu. Hey, uh, I'm going to do what Tornell said and charge twice. And I'm going to call him a copycat for doing the same thing. Kensu. Um, due to my natural one on the knowledge check, I'm going to say I, I waste a turn 
staring at the rock monster's crotch, trying to determine what sex it is. Fabulous. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I feel like there needs to be some repercussions for a natural one. <laughs> um, Asina, roll a spot check and also a sense motive check on your boy. Uh, I'm not going to be your boy by the end of this. <laughs> Not. <laughs> uh, 16 for the spot check and the sense motive. Not a good thing. Uh, eight. Okay, so you spot Kensu staring longingly at a certain body part of, that may or may not exist of the rock monster, and uh, you completely get the wrong impression of what is going on here. And you take Wait, a. What's uh, the impression? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the wrong impression is whatever's most likely to tick her off, which um, I think we've, we've sort of right seen. She's a little bit she's a little I'm bit protective. Intently at this at this rock dong or lack of rock dong, as I see it. I don't think that's a phrase I need to introduce into anybody's vocabulary. So, Asina, you uh, you now take a minus one morale penalty on anything that you do uh, that involves rolling a twenty, because now you're starting to get. Jealous and annoyed. Yeah, I Kensu am. has gone. Tornell. I will just double charge. Okay, so you're charging up to level two. Wee hoo. With Asina, go ahead. You okay. jealous person, you. I don't think I can sleep with a magic couch. No. I'm sleeping, if I'm sleeping with a couch, I'm sleeping with a magic couch. I'm not sleeping on this couch. Charge up, hit with level one sword for. Is he still. Has he moved any closer? Uh, he has not. He's still pretty much against the wall. So that's a 16 then. A 16 is ah, not a hit. You just barely miss. Things by his head. Uh, the rock monster now picks up another head that has sprouted in its place and chucks it once again at Asina. No! Oh, almost a critical hit, but not quite. Uh, dealing to you a delightful five damage. All right. And it's back to Zebu. Uh, I shoot... My level two sort of wind. Uh, I rolled a 24 for my attack. Okay, uh, 24 is a hit. Okay, and I did 16 damage. Uh, if he were susceptible to wind, sure, but it just sort of evaporates on, or whatever it is that wind does when it disappears. Uh, it just <laughs> kind of swirls around him, but doesn't seem to make any kind of an impact. I say, Kenzu! Dag, yo, that's whack. <laughs> Kenzu! By this point... I realize that the thing is a threat, and I try that my eye cannot determine its gender. So I'm going to charge at my sword, and I'll charge it twice. Okay. I'll be my turn. All right, so you charge up to level two. Hooray. Tornell! I will shoot, or actually no, I will charge up one more. Ooh, okay, so if you, if you fire a level three charge, that's going to use some MP, which I listed on your character sheet there. Okay, and I got a 10 for, or excuse me, a uh, 23 for the uh, attack. Yes, that'll hit. And it's 19 damage. 19 damage, excellent. And oh, wait, that no. one actually hurts him. There's this huge explosive fireball around him that singes the treasure chest a little bit. Actually, I did it wrong. I did a level 2, so let me recalculate that damage here. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, just add, I think it's just one more die, plus the extra, plus one. You can keep what you rolled as a base, and you okay. can just add the difference. Plus five. Five more damage? Yep. 
Good. Okay. So that seemed to take a pretty hefty chunk out of him. Uh, his arm falls off, but then promptly grows back into place. So Tornell has gone. Asina, it's back to you. Okay. Same deal. Did it. Did it. <laughs> First going to say did it. I'm rolling did not crack. hit? Oh, tragedy. Yeah, I'll look at 10 again. You're just uh, splashing water along the wall. I know, I know. Okay, so the rock monster goes, and the rock monster is just really getting annoyed at being splashed, but he's more angry about having been uh, partially exploded. So he actually picks up the treasure chest at his feet and hucks it at Tornell. You son of a bitch! (laughs) And it's a very sharp treasure chest. Uh, So Tornell, uh, you get hit. Oh, for 14 damage, and the chest explodes, showering a medical herb all over the floor. Uh, well, it's just a medical herb, but... So, Zebu. Oh, uh, I kind of look around and try to figure out what I'm going to do since my sword won't do anything, uh, and then I decide to try paralysis. Okie dokie. So, you can go ahead and do that. Um, use your magic points, bloom. And uh, what is that? That's a will save on his part, right? Uh, is it? I'm not sure if I made that. You need to hit with it. And my computer is freezing up, so I can't scroll on your PDF to see. Uh, it says DC 17. What is that? Oh, yes, I'm sorry. That would be a will save of DC 17. So we assume that you automatically hit him. Uh, so he rolls a will save to resist your paralysis. Mm-hmm. And is he successful? If I found the right page, maybe I could tell you. Ah, you know, (laughs) this is an amazingly willful rock monster, (laughs) and he is not paralyzed. Oh, ouch. (laughs) All right, so the little squiggly paralysis waves encircle him, and he just frowns at you even more. Uh, Kensu. I am super pissed because you do not fuck with my privilege. So I'm going to charge it one more time, and I'm going to use my super duper special awesome level three sword of thunder. Okay, and remember to use your magic points up when you do that. Yeah, thank you. So, question, do I need to roll a hit? Because this says it's a screen life, and... No, uh, this is... Everybody just gets hit. That's part of why this attack uses up so many magic points. So, by... When you say everything, you mean, like... Like, well, all of us, too? obviously not the people who matter, but... <laughs> Well, I mean, obviously not, because you said everything. <laughs> yeah, okay, fine. So, anyhow, <laughs> it, it it hits all targets that you care to hit within uh, your immediate line of sight. So I'm going to back up. <laughs> Fireball's not a terribly um, discriminating spell. <laughs> this right. one's a little different because it's calling down lightning that is individually targeting things. So calling down lightning out of nowhere. Uh, it's just... Jolting out of the ceilings and the walls. Well, does a thirty hit? Yes, but you don't need to roll. Yeah. Well, I figured I'd roll for the crit since you've listed the crit on there. Oh, did I? Okay, in that case, fine. No, I'm sorry. I'm a big fat liar. Yes, you do need to roll to hit. It's the same as all of the other weapons. Yes, you do need to roll to hit. What am I thinking? But you can either roll one for all of the enemies, or you can roll individually for each enemy you're targeting. 19 damage. 19 damage. (laughs) Okay. So that, uh, he's just like a glow-in-the-dark rock monster right now. (laughs) Does not look like he'll be able to withstand one more of those hits. Kensu has gone Tornell. Uh, I'd like to pick up some of the medical herbs. 
Uh, well, it's just a single medical herb that fortunately right. is not in many pieces. It survived the smashing. But <laughs> you uh, you have a medical herb. And I'll charge up my sword once. Okay, fair. And back to Asina. Hmm. I feel like I should try something different. Then <laughs> <laughs> again, maybe if I just roll a different die, it'll go better. Use the white die. I am. And also, and, and also, as a reminder, you do have that barrier uh-huh. spell that uh, you can trigger if you've got something that's going to be throwing, I don't know, rocks at you. <laughs> Wait, what? You. Oh, shit. I, you're right. I have that um, barrier thing. Yes. Can I do that instead? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can do that. I'm trying to remember how I wrote that in. So, yeah, it's a swift action. So you can actually uh, spring up your barrier just before you get hit. Okay. Um, but it'll consume six magic points for the round. Okay. All right. Okay. So it's back to the rock monster, who is tired of throwing things at people. So he uh, just starts charging forward to, I think everybody's about equal. So he's uh, now running up to Kensu to wail on him. Because Kensu needs more people in his face wailing on him. Oh. Um, so he actually, uh, oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I lied. He does hit you. Uh, no, he can't make it to you. He's not that fast. So he, he moves about, uh, moves one step. Sorry, DM needs to think and speak properly. So he moves up, closes almost half the distance between the two of you, and then throws another one of his heads that keeps sprouting up at Kensu, which deals six damage. What's and it's ahead? back to Zebu. If I were to hit it with my sword physically... Would that do damage? In general, yes. It's only the elemental burst from the sword that may or may not do damage to something. Okay, then I, I go up and I Here. stab at it. Stab at thee! Go ahead. Yes, uh, I rolled 10 for attack. Okay, that, uh, in total? Yeah. Like, oh, that's disappointing, because yeah. that doesn't hit him. Okay, uh, I'm I'm getting oh, angry sorry. now. Yeah. okay. Kenzu! Start up the sword, level 1. And Tornell, you can go ahead and start rolling what you want to do if it's anything straightforward. Uh, 11 damage. 11 damage. <laughs> he is starting to fall apart. Some of his fingers fall off and then very slowly start to respawn. God damn it! <laughs> uh, Tornell, go ahead. I will charge up my sword once more. Okay. And I'll attack him with that. Sure. For attack, I rolled a 27... Yes, that's very much a hit. And 18 damage. Nice! You may describe the rock monster's mm-hmm. death. He just kind of goes insane and his rock dong beats him into dust. <laughs> that's most unfortunate. Uh, and then he grows another rock dong and it makes like kind of a cross over his grave of rock dongs. That's incredibly disturbing and I, unfortunate. I shout, aha! <laughs> <laughs> Is combat over yet? Uh, yes, and your morale penalty has disappeared, by the way. So combat is over. (laughs) Roll to hit. (laughs) Ooh, nat 18. I like that. (laughs) Roll uh, 1d4 plus your strength modifier for damage. And this will be subdual or non-lethal damage if you prefer. Yeah. There's something to argue otherwise. 1d4 plus my strength? Yes. Six. Six damage of subdual type to Kensu. 
Although, although you know what? Um, that counts as an automatic critical where you're kicking him, so go ahead and double that. Well, <laughs> fine. I have I have extra bonuses to resist no deal damage. Whatever, I take him like a champ. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, having taken, what did we say? Twelve damage. It was doubled. Um, if you drop to 12 hit points or below, you automatically fall unconscious, even if you have more hit points left, until that subdual damage has been healed. Hey, can I get a refresher here? Because that takes away all of it. <laughs> like, seriously, I just have to have, like, a nice drink of water and subdual damage goes away. That's how little it means. <laughs> well, as far as experience points go, everybody gets 35 experience points. Can I get extra for taking them in the crotch? Uh, you, you get an extra five. Yay. So realistically, if all you wanted to do was sit there and kick each other in the crotch all day long, you know, you'd be gaining levels like mad. So, uh, eight gold also, you find. Like, total or individually? Like, total. Oh, oh yeah, that's right, we were having one person take care of that. Yes, and Tornell has the medical herb that was unceremoniously splattered on the ground. Yes. All right, so you're all done here. You have... Nothing else in this corner, right. so shall you move on? Yeah, let's go back to the other. <laughs> okay, so you're now back out. I'm uh, at this point. You have explored everything inside the caves, um, up well, everything inside the caves up to this point in the mountain. The only place that you have not gone yet inside the tunnels is up the stairs at that junction, just before you found the guy who was dying. Hey, so everybody, is it time to head on out? Yeah, probably. We want to kick each other in the nuts a bit first. <laughs> hey, he had that a little, comment. A little, a little grinding. <laughs> oh. oh. And then I can heal everyone and we can do it again. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to stop that line of conversation before it goes anywhere else. <laughs> and you march back up the stairs, go past the ice wall that you melted down, turn the corner south, turn the corner west, go back through the other ice wall that you melted, come to the T-junction, go back up north, and climb up the stairs only to find another passageway that janks to the east, and then back quickly down to the south, and you see sunlight and outside. So you exit the tunnel... And you are now back at one of the highest points on the mountain that looks like there's any kind of walking path along it. And you find a rugged path that goes quite a, well, quite a far distance in terms of, you know, not marathon running, uh, to the east. And as you're walking, you see a, um, another sort of intersection where there is a steep icy slope that goes up a short distance to the top of the mountain, uh, about 90, 100 feet or so, and then a long, slidey ice slope that goes, as far as you can tell, back down to the base. You can actually see Nadir's at the base there. Man, I really want to sled down that, uh, that, uh... <laughs> Wait, that, slope. that will that slope take us back down to where we started? Yes. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, wait, uh, I can fly. Check. Uh, you can roll a wisdom check, Kensu. <laughs> I'm going to jump down and yell weed. <laughs> then I'm going to fly back up and be like, ta-da! Well, yeah, roll your wisdom check for me. And then I'll tell you what I'm going to tell you anyhow, even if you fail it. Yeah, that's a fail. Um, eight. You think it would be phenomenally fun to slide down that hill. Do it. I'm going to do it. Don't you do it. I'm going to do it. Don't you do it. I'm going to do it. So, Kensu does it. <laughs> 
<laughs> now I'm going to use my fly scroll to get back up. Okay, so you slide all the way down, and it is amazing fun. It's like the the best skiing experience anyone has ever had. And you just glide gracefully. Actually, roll a balance check. <laughs> Nine. You glide gracefully on your butt as you spin around in circles down the hill, Whee! bouncing off of the rocks on the side. It's okay. Uh, not enough to damage you, but enough to scuff you up. And then... You land at the base of the mountain, um, and you slam into this poor young man who's not quite properly dressed for the weather, and he's lean, he's laying there in a heap at the base of the mountain. He says, "Can you help me? I've been injured." Oh, did I just slam into the cripple? Oh. I'm sorry. It was such a stupid mistake. I listened to that girl and thought I could find riches up here on the mountain, hey, and now what hey, happened to me? Hey, it's me. It's, 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 I was with the group that rescued you. What? Hey. I've never seen you before in my life. It's a completely different guy. <laughs> right. You got, you got tricked by some woman, too? <laughs> it wasn't tricked. It was my own stupid fault for listening to her stories of riches. Who is this woman that's telling you, that keeps telling people about riches? It was that girl in the Bryn Mawr Tavern. Bryn Mawr? <laughs> Coughing up blood here. You might want to stay back. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't have any healing. You might want to get in the end, you know, get a healing herb or something. I can't move. I'm at zero hit points, and if I crawl toward the inn, I'll knock myself unconscious and bleed. I'll carry him to the inn and let him know that, you know, let's say the bartender whose name I forget. This guy, you know, needs some help, you know, talk, toss him a few Denny or Gill or Bucks or whatever the hell we're using for money <laughs> Dollars. Okay. Oh, Alright, I toss him a few dollars. dollars. Uh, and then I'm going to fly back up the mountain. Alright, so you march into the inn. Meanwhile, what's the party doing at the top of the mountain? <laughs> kind of watch. Off the trail like we were going to do anyway. What? I jumped what? off the mountain. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. But Asina, secretly deep down in your heart, his zaniness is part of what's so endearing about him. You know, my defense. I remember this part of Chrysalis, and always imagine it'd be really fun. <laughs> I say we ignore him, leave him to his fate, and keep going. <laughs> That's what I say in character. Oh okay. Works for me. Anybody else buying that? Yeah. I'll follow her. Sure. <laughs> By the way, anybody else want to be my love interest? <laughs> really cute of <laughs> All right. So you uh, you leave him and you start to wander off. In the meantime, Kensu, you wander back into Nadares. Everybody shakes a little bit when the door opens. They're still a little scared after what happened with Mado yesterday. But it looks like they've done a good job of cleaning up the mess. And things are more or less back to normal. They're just a little bit jumpy. So I will... Uh, Leave Nadir to uh, work things out with you for payment. Um, he Go comes ahead. up to you and, and he says, "Who are you dragging in here now?" Yeah. Is he a paying customer? I kind of, uh, I'll, I'll cover him. I kind of crashed into him on my way down the mountain. Apparently, he was, you know, lured by some woman with tales of riches. Not the only guy. You're probably catching another one coming in here soon. That we found. Oh, uh, but you know, oh. I figured. You know, I'll pay him, you know, it's just treat, you know, 
here's the guy getting my healing herb or something. Let's not tell my insurance about this. <laughs> I really don't need my rates going up. Well, it's $50 for the night. I'm assuming I'm an awesome super duper sage and I have money. So. You know it's written on your character sheet, right? Is it? Yeah, yes. you probably don't have as much as you think you do. <laughs> I will and because, uh, and because Zebu, I believe, has been holding, or Tornell, one of the two of them, has been holding on to all the party gold until such time as they choose to distribute it. Uh, <laughs> you don't have anything other than what's on your sheet for starting. I've got 110 <laughs> bucks. No, don't, because you already spent 50 of it. Uh, we all spent 50, like, combined. It's just like, no, each. It was each. Whatever, I'll okay, according, according to what I had sent you, you had 110 gold dollars, and if you spent 50 on the inn, then you should have 60 left, which is just enough to cover this poor young man that you bumped into. Uh, now cover him. It's not like I'm a friggin' superstar with a sword of the gods. Or <laughs> All right, so you... <laughs> You pay for his room, and Air starts to make arrangements, and there's all sorts of joy and celebration as the kid falls unconscious on the bed. Meanwhile, up at the top of the mountain, (laughs) you uh, start to progress a little bit more and realize that you don't have a D4. So I'll roll a D8 and cut it in half. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. As you're walking along the uh, along the side of the mountain, you find a young man who's very well dressed for the weather, who actually has a half decent weapon at his side, who's lying in a heap with battle wounds, and looks up at you, and he just shakes his head and then flops down. Uh, are you okay? <laughs> and you just see him clutching this note uh, that says that has a little map drawn from Bryn Mawr up to the mountain and these big lines coming out that say money. Dollar signs? Yes. Oh, another one of these guys. Dude, how many of these guys are there? However many the random die roll is bringing up. Uh, I used some refresh on him. I'm going to use... Uh, well, how many MP do I have? Uh, I guess I'll give him 20 since he seems pretty... Badly hurt, 20 MP worth. 20 hit points or 20 magic points worth? Uh, 20 magic points. Okay. Zoop, so he's healed, and he stands up and just looks at all of you and says, What a terrible idea that was! I had a very lucrative job back home! I didn't need to go adventuring around here for money! What a fool! Don't let anybody else repeat my mistakes, okay? Okay. Okay. So he, he thanks you, and he says, well, actually, I, I did find a, a little bit. Uh, this is probably something of value. And he fishes out a chunk of gold that he found on the mountain and hands it over to you. And he says, it's the least I can do for having you save my life. I have fun riding down the uh, ice slope. Awesome! I've been wanting to do this all day! And so he runs off and slides down. And disappears. So you now have a gold chunk that you estimate is probably worth about 40 gold. Mm. Gold dollars. <laughs> and you continue marching. Kensu, you're at the bottom. You've just exited Nadares. Um, oh, and also on your way out, uh, you notice that young waitress who had been eyeing you before was uh, winking at you and waving at you again on your way out. Uh, I mean, that's cool, but 
This ice slope is really damn fun. (laughs) So So you're back outside. You're at the base of the ice slope. Uh, I take it you want to fly up? Yes. Okay. So you fly up. That, let me (laughs) calculate some magic for you. So it's six magic points around. Let's say it takes you about seven rounds to get back up. All right. So anyhow, 42 magic points. Hooray. Um, however, because it was so much fun, I'll give you 10 experience points. Woo! Um, and an additional 15 experience points for reaching into your pockets and saving that poor young man. Oh, thank you, Daniel. And it's a pity I'm not actually keeping track of exactly how much I'm giving you because I just am, am waiting to hear the recording on this and listen to the inconsistencies of, you spent two magic points to heal that boy. Here's 50 experience points. And then you're it's like, okay, I'm not keeping track of any of these numbers either. I'm ballparking it, so I think I have enough left. Oh, goody. I have a text <laughs> To be fair, we were writing this stuff down last time, and now we can't find these papers. <laughs> That's fine. You sort of have to wing it a little bit, I think, over a podcast if you don't have anything, you know, if you're not yeah. keeping tabs on the players in person and drawing things on a map and all that. So that's fine. It's not like your exact hit point tally is going to matter in another five or ten minutes. <laughs> so you're back at the top of the mountain. You see that uh, there's – you pass by another young man who's sliding down the mountain underneath you. And, I'm going to uh, big old double thumbs up. All right. Yeah, bro. He turns around awesome. and gives a thumbs up back at you, completely loses his balance, tumbles, and starts rolling down the mountain. Nice. So you're back up at the top. You see your party just ahead of you. The party is now at a point where you can either try and go up another slope that uh, goes up about 60 feet or so to looks like another top part of the mountain that seems to sort of curve back around to where you're standing. So really there's no point but having an infinite slide that you can go back down and run back up. Uh, and there's also a cave to the east, immediately to the east of this slope. This smaller icy slope. What do you think, guys? Sl- slopes or caves? Uh, I'm gonna tell about the young man I encounter. It's like, you know, I, I just encountered someone else that apparently was like lured up here by some woman telling him there was treasure. Dude, we saw one of those guys too. Really? Yeah. Crazy. Did you, did you say something about Brimar? Yeah, with dollar signs. Dollar, dollar signs? Yeah, he was coming up here to make some money. He gave us this giant chunk of gold. I want chunks of gold. Yeah, well, you weren't here. <laughs> Did he say where we can get chunks of gold? No. Yes, he did. He gave you a map. Did he, <laughs> did he give us the map? It's it's a crude scribbling of the mountain that says gold over top of it. So if you can use that as a map, more power to you. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> have the map. Go! Go! And suddenly the mountain just starts erupting gold from everywhere. <laughs> no, it's it just like okay. I've said. So you've got uh, one slope, uh, the one that was at the intersection where Kensu slid down the big tall slope. You've got a slope just above that to the north that goes up about 60 feet, and it looks like there's some uh, – it looks like you can see a staircase up there and maybe another cave. Um, or you have – Further to the east, about yeah, hundred, uh, however many feet, uh, another slope that goes up and curves and then has a path that curves back around to where you're standing. So you basically go east, go north, go west, and then slide down the slope back to where you're standing right now. Or you can go into the cave that's just to the east of that. Take a pick. Cave. Cave. 
cave. All right. So everybody walks inside, and the cave is a long-shot hallway over to the west, and there's two gaps in the north wall that look like they've been very carefully, precisely dug out. And it, you can see just a, a corner of uh, a room from the first one. You can't see far enough ahead to see into the second one. But it, it looks like there's a, a bigger room there. And everybody roll a listen check. Uh, I got a natural one. Ooh. Five total, I guess. You you go deaf for a couple of seconds. Twenty-four. Twenty-four, okay. Uh, you can hear someone talking from around the corner. A very big, booming voice. It sounds a little bit familiar to you, actually. 31. Ooh, even better. Uh, Tornell, you can actually hear a clear conversation, whereas Asina... Asina was the one who rolled that, right? Yeah. The 24? Yeah, okay. Asina, you can hear most of the conversation. Um, you're missing a couple words here and there. But Tornell, you can actually hear a, uh, a booming voice. Uh, now... Do you want to start to peek around the corner, or do you want to just stand there and listen to what's being said? It sounds like somebody's giving a speech or something. I'll listen, since I'm doing so well at listening. Okay. (laughs) Don't want to chance it. Don't want to blow it. Okay. So, you're listening, and you hear somebody who's in the middle of talking. Once the village is secure, send a messenger ahead to notify Carmine that it is time to prepare another round of ice walls to seal the prisoners in. Reinforcements from Goa have been held up by more storms on the angry sea, and according to the report from the storehouse guards, Sebera's growing impulsiveness in the wake of our emperor's demise has depleted their entire supply of warp boots, something we'll need to discuss with her once Mado returns from his errand in Portoa. All that means to you is that security on Mount Saber will be at a minimum until you return with the villagers. So make it quick, or you won't have a post to come back to if those wise men go poking around these caves. Carmine had better know what he's doing, because this timetable of his is putting our entire operation here in jeopardy. Now, make your preparations. Leave tonight. What? It was very expository. (laughs) I'm going to call him Captain Exposition. (laughs) All right, well, you uh, you hear the speaking stop, and you hear the very loud clomping of boots going up north somewhere, and then sort of this collective sigh of relief from whoever's in the room around the corner. Then somebody says, all right, man, let's finish getting this place set up, and then we'll move into the next room and finish that one up. And back to you. Let's go into this room. I didn't hear anything. It doesn't sound like there's anybody in there. Uh, Tornell and Asina, do you want to, like, motion to your comrades that you're listening in on something? Because they chose not to roll a listen check, and Zebu has gone deaf for a couple of seconds. (laughs) I will use uh, sign language. (laughs) I'm going to hold up a hand and make the shushing noise. Okay. You have been shushed. Take that. I I look at them confusedly, and I kind of point at the room, like, can we go? Or like, I kind of make a hand motion like around my neck, like no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, so you're all standing outside, and you just hear the those of you who can hear <laughs> hear the hustle and bustle of people. Uh, sounds like pushing a cart around. You hear some clanging of metal together. Uh, something soft getting thrown on the ground. So wait, they're playing Mario Kart. 
<laughs> Someone just laid a banana peel? Like... <laughs> Not entirely like that, but close enough. I'll let you guys decide. So what how to do long do you I... want to stand outside there? Can't hear anything. Mm-hmm. I'm growing impatient since I <laughs> don't know what's going on and these guys won't talk to me. Yeah. Maybe just tell us to shut up. I don't know what's going on. Alright, as you're all standing outside there not doing anything, you see a guard turn the corner. And this is looks along the same lines as the guards that you've seen on the mountain, except this one is wearing neatly polished armor with a faintly reddish-green glow, a seemingly thinner, more flexible armor than what the other guards have been wearing, with sturdy shoulder pads and enough extra material at the base of the belt line to flare out into an abbreviated skirt. From a distance, for those of you standing at the back of the party, it looks more like a uniform than proper armor. And he starts to walk out, and does he actually see you as he turns the corner? He does not. He does not seem to notice you all pressed against the wall as he turns west and starts heading out toward the other hallway, the other break in the hallway that looks like it's a separate room. Well, I did not hear that coming. Uh, You can hear again. You're fine. Oh, okay. But I didn't hear it coming. I heard him go. Guys, I got a plan. Yeah? You are not turning into a female guard and trying to seduce all of them at once. Shit! No. <laughs> I turned to a guard. Actually, you are still a guard. You have still I think these guys... Oh, wait, no. Can you tell me everything you... Can someone tell me everything they heard? Convey, convey, convey. You now convey. hear it. Convey, 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 convey. Uh... I think that this whole scheme with the people that have been coming up here searching for gold is a plan by these by the imperial types. Basically, get people up here, ambush them, and you know, make them slaves or capture them or whatever. So I'm thinking. Oh no, wait! I try. I already tried to do the thing last game where we. Uh, I turned into a soldier and said I captured you guys, and it's like, no, you're not. And then, no, that's a terrible plan. My plan's already failed one. Alright, plan B. I need a bucket of lard <laughs> and a mountain stove. Do we have those things? You can polymorph into a bucket of lard. <laughs> Actually, no, well, you can't. I feel can. like it'd be easier to polymorph into a mountain stove. <laughs> uh, DM is going to judge this plan infeasible, whatever it is, so. So you're now uh, standing out here, you hear uh, people clattering around more. So what's going on in there? I mean, should we should we head? I in? don't know. Nobody's oh, wait, peeked no, around the corner to see what's doing. Okay. Should I? Wait. Where's my move silently? Does Does someone have really good move silently? I have really bad. Um, no, mine's okay, but not great. Mine's alright. Yeah. No, I got a thirteen, so I'm a guy. Okay. Well, you're you're trying to move silently if. You do it, it's just I'm trying to move silently into the room, and then you roll, and then the guards notice you or you don't. You don't roll a 13 and say, okay, I don't think I'm actually going to sneak into Well, the no, room. I meant, like, the, the bonus. Oh. I just meant the bonus. Oh, the bonus. Like, I haven't... I, I have the highest move silently bonus. So we, we kind of know that he, like, can move pretty silently. We get that idea. Okay. And then he decides that he wants to be the one to go in, and then he rolls, and then he... Yeah, I can just polish <laughs> I'm a guard. I guess that's true. Well, you are still polymorphed as a guard. That hasn't changed since last time. Oh, also, shit. also keep in mind you're one of the other guards, right? Correct. He's still wearing the old armor, or the other armor. Yes. Uh, 
You don't know if there's warring factions of guards on the mountain or if there's some that are just grunts or what. Guard wars. <laughs> so what do you what do you want to do? I don't know if you want me to sneak in there. I can sneak in there. If we just want to go Leroy Jenkins on this. <laughs> uh, I suggest you you sort of, I don't know, what do you want to do? Sneak in? Let's be honest. You know I, I, what I want to do. Right, so you're going to just charge in? Or you're just going to yeah. walk in like you own the place? Yeah. Thumbs up, let's do this. Okay. Um... No, I can sneak in. I can polymorph to one of these guys. Yeah, I would say morph into one of them and then just like walk in, like. Look, guys. Yeah, what are you guys doing? Not gonna be suspicious at all. Is that what you're doing? You're you're polymorphing into some guard with newer armor. Why not? Let's do this. Here, let's, let's do something. I'll polymorph into one of the the newer armor guys. Sorry. How much MP do oh. you have left? Huh? How much MP do you have left? I have no idea. Uh, this is important to know, actually. Yeah, because you, right. you spent like half of it <laughs> flying up the mountain. How much was the big... Uh, I don't know how many MP the, uh, the Thunder spell was. Uh, it says next to it on the sword, it's 40. Oh, 40? Oh, I barely have anything left. Yeah, right. So, so no, tra- no more polymer? No, no, no. Just going to walk in as that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so you walk into the room dressed as the old guard, and you meet the new guard, or actually all nine of the new guards, who are going about their business in this room, and the room appears to be something like 50 feet by 70 feet. And in this room, you have a couple of things that look like they are indeed setting up to have prisoners hanging out around in here. They have two push carts uh, filled with pickaxes. One of the push carts is positioned fairly close to the entrance of the room. The other one's against the back right wall. Uh, So two push carts filled with pickaxes uh, along with disgusting food rations that you can smell from where you're standing and grungy bedrolls. And they seem to be taking the bedrolls out and flopping them down on the ground and they're neatly... One of them seems to be neatly arranging the pickaxes. He seems to be a little OCD about putting everything in a nice order and making it artistic, whereas the other ones are just sort of throwing piles of pickaxes all along the wall. And it looks like they're just about done with what they're doing there. But uh, most everybody's attention is on what they're doing. And Oh, I'm sorry. And also at the uh, the north side of the room, there is a small hallway that goes up north to uh, – looks like it – goes into a staircase that goes up. So you walk into the room, and one of the guards notices you. And all of these guys, you know, they are they look like they're tired, they've been overworked, they're a little bit shaken. Uh, they're just not entirely happy to be there, but they seem to be proud enough in their work that it keeps them going. And the one guard near the door who has shaggy blonde hair comes over, and he says, I don't recognize you. Where, what are you doing this far up the mountain? Aren't you supposed we, uh, to be we were, a lower patrol? We were attacked by those wise men. Wise men? And then he shouts wise men. All of the other guys in the room drop what they're doing and turn toward you. We were now attacked. Now have nine guards staring at you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and no, they all start to draw their swords and say, where are they? Uh, my patrol and I were attacked. I barely got away. I thought I'd best to come warn you. 
well, that's not very good. That's not very good at all. And they all start talking amongst themselves, and they seem to be arguing and not coming to really any kind of consensus about what to do over it. The last I saw them, they, they were still halfway down the mountain near that giant slope. <laughs> <laughs> and they start to, to quibble amongst themselves again. And one of them finally steps up, and he says, well, I guess, I don't know, do we... We can't just leave this place here. They might sabotage it if they sneak in. But And another one says, yeah, but but if we just leave them all alone, we should bring our full force out there to, to go attack them. And another one says, uh, no, that's not a good idea. We should just stay here and wait for them to come up, and then we'll be prepared. We can build barricades. Well, they're their own party. One of them finally starts shouting and says, no, no, no. General Kilbask will know what to do. I'm going to go talk to him. Actually... I'd rather not, because if we're wrong, he'll kill me. You! And then he points to someone who looks distinctly younger than him. He says, you go tell General Kelbask. This is the guy, like in Star Wars, who gets force choked after telling Vader that, uh, you know, he doesn't think that's a wise idea or whatever it is. I think that was the point where they accidentally put uh, Vader's white socks in with the uh, black pants that hadn't been color-proofed yet, and uh, they got all messed and however that was. Anyhow, I remember so, that part of the movie. Uh, yeah, so the the uh, the one young-looking guard swallows hard and starts to head north out of the room up that skinny tunnel. Can, can we just have them continue to send guys to talk to this general until they're all dead? Um, <laughs> if if you, you think you can that? somehow manage that, right now you only have eight guards in the room as the other one's walking away. Meanwhile, everybody else in the party, Zebu, Tornell, Asina... Uh, what are you doing? You just listening to him and letting him do whatever? Yeah, I'm. I'm standing outside the door, kind of like listening in. Asina, are you just standing there, like gritting your teeth at this boy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, how far inside the room is he in comparison? I assume, uh, Kensu, that you're standing just inside, like just at the entrance, uh, maybe a couple steps in. Probably. Which would put you right behind one of the push carts that's in there with all the equipment in it. Like, w- would I be able to whisper to him, I guess? If you rolled a hide check or a move silently check, uh, everybody is staring at the doorway, so it would be much easier to notice you, but the push cart is blocking the view of the entrance, so if you kept low, they might not notice you. Okay. Uh, also, one of you has telepathy magic. I do. I do. <laughs> or you could just turn it directly to his mind. <laughs> I was thinking of that, and I think <laughs> yeah, I think I will use mind control. <laughs> uh, that's true. You can actually go beyond just talking to him with your mind and full-out control his mind. Oh, not him. Could you control one of the guards? That's what I want to do. Oh, even better. Okay. So you'll need to peek around the corner. Okay. Um, roll a hide check to peek around the corner unnoticed. Uh, let's see. Oh, crap. I'm not very good at that. Let's see how that goes. Uh, 17. 17, okay. So you start to peek around the corner, and as far as you can tell, nobody's really noticing you. Uh, so you're peeking around the corner. You see eight guards in the room, standing around, sort of arguing amongst themselves about what to do, And but the, the argument is subsiding as people are being reassured General Kabesk is going to figure this out for us. So, Tornell, all yours. Yes. Uh, so I will mind control one of those guys, Okay, now what is the DC will save for that? Or will save DC? I don't know. Okay, so under your special abilities where I have it listed, uh, telepathy is 8 magic points, or mind control target, 24 magic points. Yes. All right, so you consume 24 
magic points, and I am looking at the wrong character sheet. It is... Uh, it'll be the same DC 16 for him to resist, which he does not. So you are suddenly able to tap into his mind, and you can tell that he'll be receptive to anything that you say. Okay. Uh, so he says to the rest of them, while he is out talking to General Grievous or whoever it is, <laughs> <Kill best. laughs> I believe what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk outside here, outside this little cave, and I'm going to see if I can find those wise men. And they all look and say, well, it's your funeral, but no, you know what? I'll go with you. And another one says, no, I'll, I'll back you up, too, because you can't face those wise men alone. So you have two guards accompanying him. Three guards start to walk out toward you. Wait, but he's not done. He says, uh, but we wouldn't want the wise men to get in there to sabotage all of our equipment. Uh, I'll just quickly take a peek, and I'll be right back. They stare and look at you, and one of them insists, no, I mean... Uh, I I want to go with you. You're my best friend. I'm not going to just leave you alone to get killed by the wise men. Oh, crap. Not so bad for this guy. It's backstory. Whoa. Wait, my horrible weakness. Backstory. <laughs> he says, come on, Gunnar. I'll go with you. We'll we'll do this together. Gooner. Okay. All right. So do you march out of the room? Do you march him out of the room? Uh, Yes. Okay, so uh, you're still sort of leaning around the corner. So he and the other guard are quickly approaching your position where you and the rest of the party are. Do you wish to have them just walk straight past you? Uh, yes. Okay, because you've only got control of the one guy. The other guy's following along and will probably notice you immediately. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, can I have the guy that I'm mind controlling walk in such a manner that it kind of conceals us? Not really, because you were standing <laughs> along the wall in the only hallway that goes back out down the mountain. Right. I mean, you can have him walk, like, you know, in a really funny fashion. Maybe <laughs> or what if he, uh, he's like, hey, I just, uh, I just learned this really awesome game at Nadir's. <laughs> and he just puts his hands over his eyes and says, oh, uh, hey, hey, guess who, <laughs> guess who. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, just for poops and giggles. Who wants to play peekaboo like we did when we were kids? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, my best, here. My best pal. Watch this. I bet you can't run down this hallway with your eyes closed. <laughs> um, you can try any of these things. Additionally, the rest of you have powers and spells and items and weapons that you could potentially use as well. Uh, there's any number of things that you can do, but right now he's uh, noticing the guy you're mind-controlling start to slow down as you're thinking about what to do with him, and he's getting a little concerned. He says, buddy, are you sure you're up to this? I mean, it, it looks like you're getting a little scared. I mean, these are the wise men. I wouldn't want to take them on. I wouldn't be doing this if it weren't for you. Uh, okay, then he says, ah, don't worry, I can do it with my eyes closed. <laughs> and hey, I bet you can too. <laughs> Come on, let's try. <laughs> <laughs> and he he says, man, if I weren't so stressed from General Kelbass coming in to do his inspection, I would slap you upside the head. But I just want to act like we were when we were little kids growing up in Swan and just run through the hallways together with our eyes closed, bumping into whatever. So, sure, let's go ahead and do that. I'm going to blow the stress out of my system that way. He closes his eyes and charges out into the hallway. <laughs> How did this okay. happen? <laughs> now, while the other guy is out closing his eyes, w running around, the guy I'm controlling 
is taking off all of his armor and sword and giving it to us. <laughs> all of his gold, everything. In the Anything meantime, he has. Um, in the meantime, you have the one guy running down the hallway kind of bumps into Zebu with his eyes closed and says, oh, wow, we got soft walls all of a sudden, and then keeps running and... Uh, bounces off the walls a few more times and finds his way out. Uh, so he's down. You're now down to uh, two fewer guards than before. And the one who you're mind controlling looks like he's starting to snap out of it. You can see his eyes getting a little less glossed over. Um, but he has successfully removed his armor and placed his sword on the ground. Okay. Uh, and now he's standing in front of you, just blindly staring at the wall. Good. Now to keep going. <laughs> Uh, where's that, uh, how far away is that little, uh, hill for sliding down? Uh, it's just outside and to the left, or to the right, get depending on where Get him to slide down the hill bare-ass naked. Yeah, yeah, I would like him to slide down the hill, uh, naked. <laughs> he walks outside and starts throwing clothes over his shoulder as he walks out of the tunnel. Good, good. You know what's great? So. You can just hear the disappointment in Nathaniel's voice. <laughs> He had this whole big adventure <laughs> for us, and now it's mainly, so, you know, it, it, it it's around what we can do to these poor guards with our mind powers, <laughs> and how we can also incorporate this kick-ass ice slide in hell. <laughs> I just slid down it and had fun. Now we just make naked guys go down there. I mean, I, I hope that, it is my sincere hope, that the telepathy has a range, so he will be bare-ass naked sliding down this mountain and just, like, halfway through, just wake up and just be like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, Nathaniel, I'm going to have to say that And that makes up for everything. Um, uh, all right, so you all so. gain a... Uh, yeah, that's kind of excessive. Hang on. Actually, you all gain a joyous amount of XP for taking care of these guys. Mm. You all gain 512 experience points. Well, wow. All right. Which should tell you something about how much stronger they are than the other ones that you've been dealing with. In, in addition, an extra 30 experience points to Kensu for masterminding this and an extra 30 experience points to Tornell for masterminding this. And also, I, I pick up his uh, armor, sword, and underwear. <laughs> uh, his underwear had not yet been removed by the time he left the cave. Oh. Yeah. He was still working oh, on it. got to track that shit Fine. down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so Tornell, uh, you now have a new armor that can replace the one that you're wearing. Uh, and that is not currently on my screen, so give me a second to pull that up. Okay. You now have a soldier suit, which is a plus nine armor bonus. Oh, Jesus. Which should replace your pathetic plus one armor bonus of your tanned hide that you're wearing. Your bearskin jacket. Now he's got a bearskin jacket. <laughs> Nude. <laughs> I get I mean, it. I know we were joking around, but I feel like Naked was the, the pro-choice here. I mean... <laughs> Plus nine armor class bonus, that's not to shake a stick at. 
All right. So as far as experience points go, how is everybody looking? Because it should be 700 to level up. Yeah, I... Uh... Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It should be uh, 1,200 to level up, yeah. and you start with 700. I'm at 1,509, so I leveled. Yeah, so you definitely leveled. Next time on the Game Cola D&D cast, I get some music to accompany me when I say, next time on the Game Cola D&D cast, be there. No, seriously, where's my music?